0: This weekend,
1: Uh, welcome back to Home Field Tailgate. We uh we took a week off. Addison kind of helped us out with some picks on Friday. If you were able to tune in, but we're we're glad to be back after a weekend in Baton Rouge. Uh, It was a great time. It was really great seeing Addison and Will in person and not in the camera. Um, but yeah, Uh, guys, how was y'all's week, Addison? I know that you had a a big week, so why don't you start?
0: Yeah, so last week was a, a great week. Went down to Red Stick. Uh, English to French translation would be called Baton Rouge to watch Ole Miss and LSU play. Not the outcome we wanted. Mm-mm. Kind of the outcome I expected, though, in in some ways. Um, and then yesterday I had my wisdom teeth taken out. So it's been a lot. Hopefully maybe that will bring good luck to the Rebels this weekend in <sighs> College Station.
1: I'm good to know, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm go. you feeling better now? Your face looks less swollen than it did yesterday.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it didn't, uh, like, as soon as I got home, I iced it and whatnot, and then it really wasn't swollen at all last night, and I haven't bruised either. And um, I've been taking hydrocodone pills every four hours, so, like, I haven't been in pain. It's still, like, honestly, I was in more pain before they came out, mm-hmm. the bottom ones. So I'd already had my top ones come in. Right. Uh, essentially, they weren't, like, hundred percent in but like they were i mean they were in like yeah he could have pulled them out Uh, i guess he really did just distract them didn't do surgery up top but he said they were still forming a little bit they were still going to grow so it was a great time to get them out then my bottoms were coming at an angle though so already um when i got my last x-rays at the dentist they'd actually both broken the gum a little bit Mm -hmm. they're like into the gum but they hadn't completely broken through i guess
2: yeah
0: um and there's two words for that, like maybe like you, it's one's erupted and there's another word I can't think of. But anyways, we
3: had cold blue on the pod. But so like
0: my bottom right one had started to come all like really kind of out through the gum and it was an angle going in my cheek. So everything was real swollen for about the past week and a half and it'd been hard to eat and stuff. So it actually hurts less now than it did before. I've been taking ibuprofen like candy.
1: Yeah, I remember Dinner on Monday Friday, weekend. you were like, "I, I can't yeah. finish my meal. Like it, yeah. it's too bad." Yeah. Also, why don't you tell um, our loyal listeners what you told the nurse after your surgery? What you were talking about?
0: So uh, apparently, the part I don't remember. So they kept me back. I see all these. Well, I see all these videos of people are in the past to have where. Like still in the car and stuff after the surgery. They're like super loopy and out of it and just saying multiple stuff. Um, I think they held me back in a room by myself for a little while and then brought me out um to where my sister was waiting for me. And when I got out there, I remember being rolled down the hall in the wheelchair and then she sat me in a chair. She said when I was back there with just the the nurses, whatever, uh dental assistants. She said I just kept talking about college football, mainly the Tennessee, Kentucky game. <laughs> uh but so i asked her i'm i mean obviously i'm still a little loopy whatnot so i asked her i said who, who who did i say won? who did i pick <laughs> and she said i don't know you just kept talking about it,
2: <laughs> I, uh,
0: love it. I wish you would have known known who i picked to win because i would have gone with that yeah because that that's probably was uh probably what was money being yeah. getting, i was on drugs so mm-hmm. who knows
2: there you go. Well, um,
1: not as exciting as a Monday and Tuesday as you, but it was a great seeing you on Baton Rouge. We had a fun time for Ty's bachelor party. Um, and I've never been to a Baton Rouge before. So that was my first time. Um, that was a fun experience. It was really, um, really good, really good time. Great seeing you all. And then uh, John and I started marathon training this week. So we're doing the uh, Mercedes marathon February 12th. So just kind of been doing that.
2: That's about it. William should
0: sort have of came out. Uh, actually, at the bar Saturday night at Frizz, that was one of the most funs I've had at a bar in a long time. I had a blast,
3: that was fun.
0: I was drinking, they didn't have um, they didn't have lemonade. I've been drinking a lot of like lemonade, but they had so I started drinking vodka sprite with cranberry juice. Uh, mm. I was deleting them,
1: yeah. Cape Cotter, there you go,
3: <clears throat>
1: deleting them.
2: <laughs> yeah, love- you
3: were. those drinks were expensive too, they were 14 a piece. You're looking at me like you didn't know that. I did not. <laughs> yeah. Those <laughs> those cups were fourteen. That was a funny Also I looked
1: at my credit card. Uh, that's always depressing. You're not you gonna want to. but uh
3: Yeah, I've been I'm as you can tell, I'm in a hotel for traveling a lot for work, but praise the Lord I'll be back in Jackson tomorrow. So
1: Praise um, the Lord you'll be in Jackson.
3: Yeah, who would have thought you'd ever utter utter those words, but uh not me. I miss the routine and just being home, but uh, finally coming to the end, it was a good brief weekend. Actually, it wasn't that good. That was kind of a miserable weekend. It was good seeing all of y'all, but that was brutal. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Baton Rouge, LSU fans are –
1: They're kind of mean. Kind of mean. Yeah, I've always heard they, they were rough, but, like, they were really mean. Like, I was just walking around, like – they just said really mean things to me. That kind of hurt. Still still working my way through it.
3: Yep, they are. They are brutal, but yeah. Nothing really crazy. Do you
0: know how to find out what Tennessee fans are supposed to wear this weekend?
1: Maybe go to their Twitter. I Tennessee.
3: saw that there's the the fans are trying to do a checker. Okay. But black and white or black and
2: orange. Black and orange. Black and orange. Okay.
0: I think it'd be cool if they blacked out the stadium. I think I'd like that better.
2: That would be
1: cool. All
0: the fans were black.
1: <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit um, when we talk about the games this week. But let's go ahead and get into last week. Um, you know, there was several great games on um, throughout the week or throughout the throughout the Saturday, um, starting with 11 o'clock, you had Clemson versus Syracuse. Um Honestly, I thought Clemson minus 12 and a half minus 13 was a great pick going into the week. Uh, Granted, I am awful at college football, and you should probably fade me whenever I say who I'm picking. Uh, But Syracuse played a great game. I know we really didn't watch a ton of it because we were out in Baton Rouge, but um, they were up. What was it, Will, at one point? Didn't you tell us? I believe it was 21 to 10. They were up 21 to 10 at one point, and then Clemson came back and won. But Syracuse is a lot better than I thought. Clemson... Still probably is going to go undefeated and make the playoff. But, yeah, that was that was a really fun game. Um, DJ got benched kind of well. What are your thoughts on the game as a whole?
3: Like you said, I didn't watch much of it. But Clemson's not as bad as they were last year, but they're a fraud. They don't – they're not a playoff team. And one of these one-loss SEC or Big Ten teams is going to get left out, and that team would boat race Clemson. So, it's going to be a – Let's just put it this way. Whoever is the Clemson will probably end up being the three seed.
1: Mm-hmm. So
3: two seed is definitely going to get the easier draw in this. So um, because I don't see Clemson losing. I don't either. But um
0: so they just beat a top ten undefeated team, and now you're saying they're a fraud.
3: Syracuse wasn't a top ten undefeated team. They were undefeated, they were,
1: right? But they, they were, I think they they were 14 or close.
3: Yeah, but it's Syracuse. I mean, come on. Are we, are we going to play this game?
1: they got a big game versus Notre Dame this week. Okay, well.
0: Yeah, Clemson does have a big – Notre Dame might beat them.
1: <clears throat> Syracuse is playing Notre Dame.
0: Oh, wait. Clemson plays Notre, Dame, play Notre Dame. Dame. Still a few more weeks?
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure Syracuse and Notre Dame play this week. But uh, – Yeah, they do.
3: Yeah, Notre, uh, Clemson is good. They're not
1: great. But they're good enough in the ACC to – Make the playoff. Yes, yeah,
2: I agree with that. Do you
3: think Clemson is a top ten team in college football? Yeah, I'd put them exactly kind of around there. I'd have. I think they're a ten to fifteen range team.
1: I think so, they're probably eight to ten. They're, they're
3: good. good. They're good. They're great. They're not great. They're a good team. They're. They would finish third or fourth in the SEC East.
0: Then how about the SEC East being better than than the West this year?
1: When was the last time the East was better than the West? Um. Like two thousand seven, when Urban
3: Meyer, Philip Fulmer, and uh, uh, Mark Richt were the head coaches. Two thousand
1: six, two 2007. Yeah.
0: Will you have Clemson ranked sixth in your power ranking? Because they're undefeated. I'm going to give
3: them credit when they win. Actually,
0: yeah, you have them ranked sixth.
3: Yes, I'm not going. To, I'm not going to sandbag them because they, to their credit, they win. But I don't think. I'm not – eh, you
2: get my point. You have Alabama 11th below Ole Miss. Yes, I do. Who is Alabama beaten? Texas. Uh, oh, where is Texas ranked? Texas is in my top
3: 25. They're not in anybody else's. They're not in the AP top 25. So, Point is, is I think Ole Miss has a better win. Ole Miss beat Kentucky with Levis. And I think Kentucky's going to push Tennessee this weekend. Kentucky's no slouch. Ole Miss has at least beaten somebody. And Troy actually is. Troy might be better than most of Troy Alabama. Troy might be Ole Miss's best win. They're good. Well, I mean,
1: Troy Troy's also Alabama gotten better. a lot better since when we played them. They Granted, good I think it would South still Alabama. be the same outcome, obviously, but Troy's gotten better every week.
3: And here's the deal I mean, all this stuff is going to work out. Yes, I have Ole Miss ranked ahead of Alabama right now, but. We'll know a lot more about Ole Miss next week when we get into that. But
1: Speaking of the team we're playing next week, uh, let's go ahead and address Texas A&M and the absolute dumpster fire that that is. Hmm. Um, I thought they were going to win last week going off a bye week versus South Carolina with the superior talent. And that just didn't happen at all. Um, Jimbo has no control over the program right now. It feels like a lot of guys are suspended. A lot of guys are like, what? Well, I can enter the transfer portal um, pretty soon. It's not a good time to be an Aggie. I will say that.
3: Hmm. Oh, man, it's beautiful. I love this train wreck. There's no other way to say or put it. I mean, I'm going to enjoy this. There – you have to think that there's going to be major staff changes this offseason there. You have to
1: think. Surely on the offensive side of the ball, he has to give up play calling. Yes,
3: you'd think he'd have to give up play calling and probably reshuffle that whole offensive staff because what they put out there is just abysmal. I think, honestly, it's already a lost cause. When It's a different thing when you run the archaic offense and you're losing like that. But when you have these five stars already going off the rails like they have, it's a culture issue. It's not just an offensive issue. So. To be quite honest, sure. Do your wholesale offensive staff changes, but I think the culture shot.
1: You ready for a fun fact? Yes. Well, you probably know this? Guess what the biggest buyout in college football history is? Mm. That they actually that actually happened. Someone actually got paid out. It's Gus Malzahn, oh, well. isn't it? Gus Malzahn, 20 million dollars. Yeah, this will break. Jimbo up. Fisher doesn't get past 20 like 50 million dollars until 2026,
2: 2027 he won't be there till then. No. But, it, yeah, it's it's a mess. It's a fun time. <laughs> yes. Addison called it. Um, they were,
1: what, number six in the country going into the season? And you said they would finish unranked?
0: Yep, yeah, I sure did. Who was the other team? We all picked a team. I um, had Oklahoma.
1: <laughs>
0: had Oklahoma?
1: They okay. I, I forgot who I, think, I had.
0: I think I may have actually done uh, Oklahoma
3: and I time. did Oklahoma and Baylor.
2: Or I did, did I, that.
3: Baylor. No one said Notre Dame, maybe. I didn't say Notre Dame. I had, I thought Notre Dame was going to only lose one game. So. Yeah, I thought Notre
1: Dame was going to be good. Shows you what I know.
3: Yeah, oh, I don't really, know anything
1: when it comes to football. Uh, I just like to talk.
0: Marcus Freeman seems to be a, a, a good I, – I I just don't know how well some of these players' coaches can actually be when they're that big of a players' coach. Um. But he seems like a, a great guy and I I think he would would be good. I, I do too. He's he's Let's never
1: play. been a head coach before. I I think he's going to grow into it. Yeah.
0: Um yeah. We'll see. I think it's it's hard. Mhm. It's a hard job.
2: Moving forward, um LSU um stormed the field versus the number 7 team in the
1: country when they won this weekend. Are they for real? Are they a contender in the West? They get Alabama next week, on the or in two weeks, in Death Valley, night game. Could they, something they, crazy happen?
0: They yes, are a contender are. because I think they'll beat A&M, they'll beat Arkansas. They've already beat Ole Miss State and Auburn, so all they have left, A&M, Arkansas, Bama. I think they beat A&M in Arkansas, like I just said. So, like, if they could somehow pull off Bama, or, or Bama could still lose to someone, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, Bama has to play LSU and Ole Miss back to back weeks.
0: Yeah. Ole Miss gets kind of lucky with that. We do.
3: And yeah, Ole Miss will be coming off a bye.
1: A much needed bye. Um,
3: yes, LSU is a contender just on the principle of the fact that they have pretty much the SEC West title game, part one at home at night against Alabama. They beat Alabama. They're winning the West. Even, I mean, they could, hell, they could lose afford to lose one more game, and they're still going to win the West. Um, yeah, because
0: they'd have a tiebreaker over Ole Miss. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. You so, personally, I – we'll get – I mean, that weekend will be great. You got Alabama LSU and Tennessee Georgia. But, um, yeah, they're a contender. And I'm yeah. not ready to write off Ole Miss like everybody else is. Um, we kind of saw what was coming. We knew this wasn't probably – an SEC West championship team or a national championship contender. I think we all kind of felt that, but we finally saw it. Um, This is still a good team. Um, Injuries just kind of caught up to them. Mm -hmm. Um, Just not – they aren't grabbing the opportunities when they present themselves. They had a chance to go up 21-3 to in Death Valley, and that changes the whole tenor of the game.
1: Yeah, it does.
3: The touchdown LSU scored – the first touchdown was a lame duck pass in the air that should whoever have should have been it. picked. So then, okay, it's twenty-one to three, and that's picked right there. I mean, I you you could turn it that quickly,
2: yeah. But
3: they did not take advantage of any opportunities that were given to them. So they got to learn to go in for the kill shot when they get it because they start fast, it's like they do. I think that though. I think they'll start fast against a And M. They um,
1: probably just. They probably will.
3: Can they do it for four quarters? Um, that has yet to be seen. We they have two games to prove it, and I mean they have one more game to prove it until they have to, like till it's all in a line. Right.
1: And they'll get a bye week, and we'll kind of talk about that a little bit uh, here in a second. But let's go ahead and talk about uh, the last game before we get into picks this week: Oregon versus UCLA. Oregon, after week one where it was kind of an embarrassment, has went on a nice little run. They've they're undefeated. I think they're what six and one at this point. Mm-hmm. Bo Nix is playing great football in the Pac twelve. Could you imagine if you were still at Auburn right now? No, yeah, they'd be mediocre. <laughs> I mean, they'd have more than what three wins.
3: And they might have beaten Ole Miss for all we know. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, Oregon. I mean, this doesn't look like your typical Oregon team. They they haven't had that slip up yet. They got murdered by Georgia week one, but that u c l a game would have been something that they would normally toy around with for a bit but mm-hmm. it's interesting i'm I'm intrigued by them t c u came back and beat uh Kansas state yes,
1: the hypnotode
0: big, big comeback yeah. that was impressive
1: he's the youth
3: marketing team
1: there there's something that's for sure. go look up the Hypnotoad if you haven't oh heard.
3: I've yeah did you get that sweatshirt. Uh, I'm thinking about getting it. You should. <laughs> I will That's not beautiful. be not
0: be spending money on TCU.
1: I right. well Will's a big Texan. He's a big Texas guy. You have to remember that. Fort Huge Worth. Texas guy. I do love Fort, Fort Worth. Worth. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bash Fort Worth. I also love Fort Worth. North um,
0: Carolina beat Texas A&M. Yep. We oh, talked
1: about Liberty that. Liberty grown BYU.
0: Liberty made an entrance into my top. Liberty's
1: to seven and one. They play Arkansas next week, don't they? Yeah, this week. This week. Okay. We got to add that one.
3: Wait. Liberty Wait. beats a mediocre – That may be – All week. intents
1: and purposes. I'm pretty now, sure it's next team. week, Addison. I think Arkansas plays Auburn this week. Yeah. Oh, you need to add that game to pitch. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm on it right now. That's a good game. Yeah, but um, y'all ready to get into games this week? Yes. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, we have a guest picker, a loyal Tennessee volunteer, Fraser Humphreys, who's going to be joining us this week. He's excited to be on the pod, longtime listener, loyal fan, I'm obsessed with Will Holloman. So we're excited That's Fraser's right. going to be here.
4: Well, yes, yes, I am. Will, I, will, <laughs> I will say I, I really appreciate your pick for uh, for Tennessee versus Alabama. I mean, I'm just they 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 asked you why again and again and you were just like it just feels right feels like <laughs> 98. Uh, damn it if it does not.
1: <laughs> Will's got a take for that later. I'm sure he'll love Yeah, I'll, share. I'll
3: save it for the Michigan pick. We'll save
1: the Michigan. Did oh, you say yeah. Michigan or Tennessee? The
3: Michigan pick. I'll save my little okay. Brand.
1: That's right. That's right. Y'all have a big game this week too, but we'll go ahead and um we'll start with the 11 o'clock SEC game, Arkansas versus Auburn. Auburn is a three-and-a-half-point dog in Jordan Hare. Um, yeah. Will, you want to start us out?
3: First, Thomas, as an Alabamian, you should know it's not Jordan
1: Hare. It's Jordan. Jordan. I know. I know. Jordan. Well, you're the Auburn fan, so thank you for correcting me. Yeah, I I'm an Auburn.
3: So I'm an Auburn fan. I'm a Tennessee fan. I'm a Michigan mm-hmm. fan. I'm an Alabama fan. What else? You got anything else? PCU. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. Go Frogs. <laughs> um, yeah, so – I don't even know. Mm. This line's way too small. I think Arkansas murders them.
4: I completely agree, actually.
3: I don't – I. it's an 11 a.m. game at home. Auburn's sleepy. All the rumors about coaching changes. Arkansas's finally healthy now. KJ's going. They're going to boat race them. Uh, Harson might get fired after this game. I think it's going to be that bad.
0: See, I think that they didn't fire him. After the Ole Miss game, was purpose on time to fire him because you're going into a buy.
3: Right. That's how I feel.
0: You have your interim two weeks. That's fair. That's fair. You know, so I think at this point – I be
3: safe.
0: At but, this point, they might as well let him finish the season. They um, lose to Arkansas like 45-14, to though. Well, you have to think about it.
1: Yeah.
0: Auburn's getting 72% of the money We're in Vegas right now.
1: Yeah. Arkansas is really not – they're only getting, tw- obviously – Math, they're only getting 28% of the money, which is surprising to me.
0: But more than – Arkansas is is getting 55% of the bets and twenty percent of the money. So That tells you the Sharps um, love Auburn. Sharps like Auburn.
1: I still kind of like Arkansas here.
4: Yeah, I mean, just Auburn is just lifeless. I mean, they're they're just like sad. Like, I feel bad for them. Um,
3: (laughs) Never feel bad for them. That's the
4: point. Don't be weak. I mean, I'm a Tennessee fan. I mean, I <laughs> okay. I, I live that life. For, <laughs> I mean, I've I've been I've been roaming in the desert for for years. Um, so yeah, I, it just feels like a really off season for them. I. I I think Arkansas's run game matches up really well against the Auburn defense, and I, I think they're really vulnerable there. I just don't. I I lay the points on Arkansas. I think – what's the over-under, by the way? 62.
0: 62, and I I like the
4: under. I like the under, too. I I like the under, too. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, and I think Arkansas is going to run the ball, like, pretty efficiently, and I think they're going to put away Auburn. Addison?
2: Yeah, I like the under. I'd pick Arkansas to cover. Yeah.
0: Three and a half. I think Auburn goes down there and wins. I mean, Arkansas goes down there and wins.
2: I think so, too.
0: Arkansas and the under are my picks. All righty.
1: Moving forward, uh, the Big Ten, 11 o'clock game, we have the Ohio State Buckeyes uh, going to State College, Penn State, as a 15-and-a-half-point underdog. Penn State's 15-and-a-half-point underdog. Over-unders 61. I mean, I think Ohio State covers that line. Penn State's fine, yeah.
4: they're okay, and until Ohio State shows me that they can't cover or that they're like it. I mean, ever since like game like one, where they it was like kind of like close, Ohio State's just been rolling. So, until they give you a reason not to bet on them, then
3: the line is glad. slightly too big. I think Ohio State wins by two scores, but I'm thinking like. This game's in Happy Valley. It's going to be loud. I believe it's a whiteout. Penn State. I think the
1: whiteout was versus Minnesota a couple weeks ago. Uh, well,
3: I think they're still whiting out this game. I could be wrong, but um, but it's early. It's early, but it's still the second biggest stadium in the country. It's still a loud place to play. Ohio State's going to win, and I don't think the game's ever going to be in any doubt. But this has backdoor cover, or it's going to sit at like fourteen.
2: 15-and-a-half. Yeah, I I can see a backdoor. I respect a backdoor. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, can any of y'all tell me what Ohio State has done this year that no one else has done? Be overrated? I think they're the best team in the country, so I don't think they're overrated. They've scored
1: more than 40 points in every single game except their first game.
0: They've beat every opponent
3: by 10 or more points. Oh, that's very special when they haven't played
1: anybody. They've played a more competitive schedule than Michigan. That's not true. That's very true. No, it's not. That's very true. Don't take it personal, Will. Don't take it
2: personal.
0: That'll be be true this week after they play Penn State.
3: Okay, you're right, after this week, but not yet. You can't say that now.
1: I think Notre Dame is a better game than your first three games combined. Dude, the Big, Big Ten. The, sucks. the Big Ten it's does awful. suck. It's awful.
0: It's the fourth yeah. best conference in America right
1: now. Good. Name the name uh, the three other ones. SEC,
0: SEC, Big Twelve, uh, Pac Twelve.
1: Okay. Yeah, and
3: yet yeah, there are two top four teams in the Big Ten.
0: Okay, and then what
3: else do they have? Uh, number thirteen, Penn State. And then, but everything, everyone, number eighteen, think, whatever, whatever Illinois is ranked. Illinois is really good. Will. Also, just well, what would
0: Illinois finish in the SEC?
3: Well, practically they had that with Brett Bielema. So I mean, in Arkansas, so six and six, seven and five.
4: Probably, probably the same as Vanderbilt, honestly.
3: <laughs> so, and you think you think they're the seventeenth best team in the country? Quick aside, did y'all see that scenario that laid out that there could be a seven-way tie for the Big Ten West?
1: In that case, does with Western win?
3: Four and eight Northwestern would be the winner. <laughs> That's
0: Northwestern's zero. Northwestern's probably not winning another game. They're
1: not. They're going one and eleven. But I just thought that they're going to lose
0: every game on American Soul.
1: <laughs> That's pathetic. They haven't won it. Their only win is week zero. They haven't won during actual college football season.
3: And no game on American Soul. The middle of the Big Ten is incredibly weak this year. I will agree with that. But the top of the Big Ten is better than every other conference except the SEC.
2: Sure, whatever. We're just yeah, going to talk I'm in right. circles. Addison, it's not worth it. It's not <laughs> worth it.
1: <laughs> you got to take your battles.
3: I'm guessing you're picking Ohio
1: State to cover.
0: Addison. Yeah, I think so. I don't I don't really like that 15-and-a-half points. If you got it early in the week, it was 13-and-a-half. I would have taken Ohio State there. I don't like the 15-and-a-half.
2: Yeah, but I like I'll
0: take, but I'm going to take Ohio State to cover just
1: because I'm taking the Ohio State Buckeyes to cover Um, next game we have on the slate, the Fighting Irish versus the Orange. Is that what they're called? Syracuse. Uh, Syracuse is a two and a half point favorite at home. Over under set at 48. Syracuse coming off a super disappointing loss versus Clemson, as we mentioned earlier on the show. They were up big. Clemson came back and won. Um, We'll let Fraser start on this one.
4: Um, so I, I won like the over on this game and I also take Syracuse. Okay. hundred percent. I think they're coming in hot. Uh, they were a really good team. They moved effectively. Um, uh, yeah, against Clemson, they had some turnovers, the Clemson did, and some penalties that were like very costly, but they were mm-hmm. still like really effective. And I feel like they match up really well against the fighting Irish and I that that's probably my lock of the week is really i can't i can't believe it's that low lock of the week Syracuse
1: minus two and a half fraser Humphreys, i love it yep that's my lock of the week hold on i'm kind of looking something up so will or addison if y'all want to go next i'm trying to
0: i like syracuse to cover at home that don't get loud um Notre Dame is an inconsistent team. I think Syracuse has been pretty consistent. And they've won some close games. Yep. And um, I mean, I like what they've been doing all year. I, I think they can beat. I think they can beat Notre Dame.
2: I'm These with are, you. I think they'll beat Notre
1: Dame strictly because I love Sean Tucker and his Twitter is amazing. Have you all seen his Twitter before? No. Okay. So basically what Sean Tucker does after every game is he gives a little mo- motivational speech to his team. And then he puts in his stat line of the game and he's number 34. So he does hashtag pleased with the EA being 34. So yes, on Saturday, he tweeted Saturday, we lost our first game to say to Clemson. I'm not pleased with the outcome game, but it's not the time to focus on winning. It's, It's not it's time to focus on winning for the rest of the season. I'm pleased with my performance, but there's more I can do and I'm healthy. Five carries, 54 yards, five receptions, 18 yards, touchdown. He does that for every single game. So great follow on Twitter. I'm taking Syracuse minus two and a half.
3: Like Syracuse as well. No commentary. Yeah. Not
2: only is Syracuse
0: six and one on the year, but they're six and one ATS.
1: Ooh. That's
2: even more That's fun. big. I like yeah. that even more.
0: Notre Dame And won. they, they should have won that game,
4: honestly. They were so close.
0: The only spread they didn't cover was against Virginia. They were a nine and a half point favorite, and they only won by two. Mm. But Notre Dame is getting 74% of the money and only 40% of the bets. It's
2: kind of interesting. Surprising. So, here's an interesting game. Addison's – one of Addison's favorite
1: teams in college football this year. Um, One loss, still a great team. Oklahoma State is a a one-and-a-half-point dog at Kansas State this week. So, Addison, I know you love your Oklahoma State guys. I'll let you go first here. Uh,
0: Kansas State uh, has some quarterback issues. Is – what's his name still hurt? Do we know?
1: Martinez. Martinez still hurt? I have no idea. Do you want to play? I'll look it up.
0: Um – so, Will actually heard me say Saturday uh, that I was completely off Oklahoma State and I thought Texas might kill them. Obviously, I was way wrong. I, uh, I had Texas in a teaser just to pick them, and they lost, obviously. So, I'm back on Oklahoma State now. Uh, I think they're rightfully a top-10 team, and they're going to go on the road and prove it this week.
1: So, they uh, Adrian Martinez is set to be decided tomorrow if he's going to play. Honestly, I would, st- I would take Oklahoma State plus one-and-a-half right now if I could. I'm going to take
0: Oklahoma State. I'm definitely going to have them in a teaser. Give me Oklahoma State plus seven-and-a-half all day long in a teaser.
1: I do like that. I'm a big teaser guy. I went over for three on my teasers Saturday. Well, I was like one for seven in college football last week. <laughs> so I went
0: nine and six. I went nine and six, but three of the
1: losses were teasers. So that's pretty I think I'm call. I think I'm down yeah, like ten units agree. in college football this. What? I think I'm down like ten units in college football this season. Ooh. Granted, I'm up a decent amount with uh NFL. I've done very well in NFL this year, but we don't talk about NFL. So
3: good, good. good. Mm-hmm. Let's see, yeah, I think Oklahoma State lost their one game for the year. I knew it, it always happens. They're gonna go eleven to one and lose in the Big Twelve Championship. That's Oklahoma State. So they lost their one. They're gonna get this one. If they if they rematch TCU in the in the Big
0: uh, Twelve championship and win, they'll be in the college football playoff.
1: I, they deserve it at that point. Ooh.
0: I
3: didn't agree. You what? I don't. Uh, we, I have to see the SEC and Big Ten
4: stake out. Yeah, I, I I would have to see that as well. I
3: could paint a scenario where Tennessee loses to Georgia, right? I, was, and, I think
4: you're about to like do like chaos scenario.
3: Tennessee Alabama wins the SEC title over Georgia. Yep. Two 12 and one teams. Clemson goes undefeated. Even though they're a fraud, they're going to get in. That's three. I'm taking 11 and one Tennessee or 11 and one Georgia over
1: 12 and one Oklahoma State.
0: Who goes
3: undefeated?
1: Uh, Clemson. Clemson. Clemson Clemson in the winner of Ohio
4: State, Michigan. We're going to. So it's like we lose. uh, Tennessee loses to Georgia. Georgia loses to Alabama in the SEC championship. Alabama already lost to us. And then chaos.
3: Oh, yeah, I'd even include the Big Ten. I, I'm an idiot. I'd even think about them. So that's you your favorite conference, Ohio State. You, yeah, you, you then have a one, uh, one loss Ohio State or Michigan going against that too. You're, that's not your little Cowboys aren't getting in over 11 one Michigan or 11 one Ohio State. I don't think it's, they play in
0: a more difficult conference. Than that's they should. Not. <laughs> okay. Um, I wish it would happen. I don't think it's going to, but it would be so much fun if Penn State beat Ohio State, Ohio State beat Michigan, and you had a three-way tie in that conference in that division. That would be cool. They had to, and they had to uh, play rock paper scissors or whatever they do to decide. Oh, no,
3: the, tie. the tiebreaker, I believe, is higher playoff ranking. And since Ohio State beat Michigan at the end, they'd get it. It's not <clears> a little. It's not rock paper scissors. As fun as that would be.
1: Moving forward, um, Cincinnati, another playoff team last year, uh, going on the road versus John Rice Plumley and the UCF fighting Golden Knights. UCF is a one-and-a-half-point favorite, over-under set at 56. Um, both these teams are one losses. I think UCF lost to Louisville on a Friday night um, back in August, September. Cincinnati lost first game of the season versus Arkansas this year. This game is pretty much part of the driver's seat for the American Conference. Um, I like UCF minus five and a half. I'm not touching the over-under. If I had to, I'd go over. But I like
2: UCF to cover. Minus one and a half. Yeah, one and a half. My bad. Um, Oh, my God.
3: Luke Fickle, a sound defensive coach against a Mickey Mouse offense. I'll take Cincinnati.
4: Yeah, I mean, I would never bet on this game, like, with real money but if you had to put my feet to the fire I I would probably take Cincinnati I just I don't think UCF is like faced enough like quality opponents to and I think Cincinnati has I think they're a little bit more for real but again like I'm not touching this game over under nothing like I'm, I missed I'm out.
1: the UCF lost to ECU last week. Yeah, they did. Yep. And they
2: they um, kind of got crushed. 34-13. ECU's good.
3: They're a good American team. They are.
2: Um,
0: I think I would take Cincinnati to cover here. UCF's getting 92% of the money. That's crazy. 57%
2: of the bets, 92% of the money. Um, I think I would take Cincinnati, though, even though it seems like those big monies on UCF.
0: Bet percentage is only 43 to 57%, so UCF's taking some big
1: bets this week. Huge bets. Plus 35% difference is insane. Yeah. It's a trap. It is. Vegas,
2: Vegas knows something. Yep, it is.
0: That's probably going
2: to be a stay away game. Yep. All
1: right, move. the only reason this game's on here is because it's a decent rivalry. The Florida-Georgia game. Georgia coming in is a 22-and-a-half point favorite over under set at 56-and-a-half. Um, Fraser, you going to go first on this one?
4: Uh, okay, so I'm a little biased. Right, uh, I know you are. I, I strongly dislike Florida as a Tennessee fan. Uh, with that being said, uh, like like a real short hot take is Richardson like has to really put together like a first round quarterback performance, like first on the draft pick quarterback performance to beat Georgia, and I just I just don't see it happening. Mm-mm. The game's at Athens, right? It's in uh, Jacksonville.
0: They play, they play in Jacksonville.
4: Oh, it's in I still don't really think that matters. I mean, I'm gonna be pulling for Florida, um, just cause it'd be really nice for Tennessee. I that line's a little bit too heavy. I think Georgia wins by I'm gonna say 16 and a half is where I would kind of put it. Uh that line's a little bit heavy for me to to touch. I can I can easily see Georgia covering that. I mean, they just dismantled Oregon in a way that I didn't think was possible. And that win is starting to look a lot better as the season goes on. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to take Florida to cover the spread, but I think, I think the Bulldogs are going to win. Madison?
0: Uh, well, first of all, this game is about to move back to campus. You also know what Kirby said this week.
3: I mean, we'll see. I, I don't think it will, but we'll see. I think it is. I think, I think they're, they're, they're going to they, want to keep it because when they go to the nine conference games, it'll still – it'll be four home games, four away games, one neutral. And instead of having every other year you're playing five road games. I think they're going to end up realizing that that's the best path. But I saw it too.
0: I don't know, but I, I think – I mean, if Kirby wants this game at home, they're probably going to figure out a way to make it, be home <clears away>. at <throat> um, home. I mean, he said, I think we can get better players
1: if we play this game at home,
0: which is kind of uh, scary, but.
1: That doesn't make sense to me. He's getting top three recruiting classes every year.
0: I know. And you think they can get even better if they play this one game at home. I mean, I'm going to pick Georgia to cover.
1: I'm with you, Addison. I don't want to. I'm probably staying away. If you look at the money, sixty-six percent of the bets are on um Florida, and eighty-one percent of the money is on Florida. Um, I don't I'm not taking this game. Um, but if I had to, I think I would pick Georgia minus twenty two and a half. Yeah. I What's the would- uh, over
4: under again? Over I'm under 50 is fifty six and, and a half. Fifty six and a half. Ooh, that yeah, that's like a I'm not touching
3: that. I'll give Billy Napier credit. He's not getting a lot of credit right now, but they haven't got blown out once. They went into Neyland, had him at the very last play. You're right, you're right. They had Kentucky on the ropes for a pick six. They only lost the um I
4: I, I will that? interject real fast. His his two-point conversions at Tennessee w- was the most horrific point of coaching i think thomas and i watched the game together yeah we, we did. did in the lake
2: was yeah. boy's weekend
4: we were looking at each other and i was like why is he going for two and you're like i don't know oh this i makes mean no that's... sense to me yeah. and
3: i agree yeah but...
4: and then after you know i finished celebrating every single commentator was just like what was that <laughs> um it's like why are you like, but just kick the extra point like it, it yeah. I don't know. Literally. So, and then
1: he then he had to go for it again because he missed it the first. It was just a whole thing.
4: Yeah. I know. It was, it was compounding interest of pain. It, it was awful.
3: Florida's not getting run out of the building here. They're gonna win. I mean, they're gonna lose, but it's not gonna be 22 points. And you saw I, I agree with that. Georgia's not as dominant as they were last year. I'm mm-hmm. I say I say so. I see something like 38, 21, something like that.
2: Okay.
3: I think I'm going to tease the over and tease Florida.
1: Okay. So you get Florida, what, plus 20, 28 and a half and the over, or did you say under?
0: Over, over 50 and a half.
2: Okay.
0: And Florida plus 28
2: and a half. Okay. I like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that seems like good. pretty really? last
1: boring-ish game, and then we have three really great ones that we're excited to talk about. Missouri versus South Carolina. South Carolina five and two. Uh Beamer Balls in full force in Columbia, South Carolina. This game's a sellout, by the way. This game's a sellout. What time is it? Six o'clock? I have no idea. I'll check real quick. I'll keep talking about it though for a second. Shane Beamer, five and two. What was their projected win total this year? Probably, what, four and a half, five games? I think they were slightly above that. I think they were
3: project. I think most people thought they'd be a six-win team.
1: Okay. Well, it's a three commission. o'clock game. It's a three o'clock game. Um, yeah, I'm I'm fired up for Shane Beamer in South Carolina. And Missouri's not that great of a ball club. I think they're going to get their sixth win in cover here.
3: This game makes me nervous. I think Missouri can hang around, but... I think South I, – I,
2: I like South Carolina to cover, but this is a keep-your-eye-on game. Uh, Dude, what's this, For
1: Four. South Carolina, South Carolina is getting 36% of the bets, and Addison, get this, 7% of the money. South Carolina
0: is only getting 7% of the money?
1: Only 7% of the who, money. Who do they play? Missouri.
0: South and South Carolina. Yes. What's the spread? Four. Four. I'm taking South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina. South Carolina minus four, right? Yes. South Carolina's going to win this game, win the next game, and then they host. Oh wait, they, wait, they play. Uh, they they do. They play Florida. They, They're going to win their next three games and then host
3: Tennessee.
4: Oh my yeah, God. they have Missouri, Vanderbilt, Florida, Tennessee, and then Clemson.
3: So. Hey, South Carolina might get in the race for the
2: SEC East.
4: You nervous, Fraser? No. George not in the sl- three games. Just not in the slightest. Yeah. Tennessee's on a different level. I don't no, know. I mean, I I'm, I'm happy for South Carolina fans. It, it was really fun. We were at a wedding last weekend and this guy was like running around showing us like the the run back of like South Carolina. He's like, We're we're beating Texas AM. And I was like, yeah, and Texas A&M like, beating themselves over the head trying to find $90 million to buy out Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> it's true. They've
3: never beaten A&M as long as they've been in the conference. So, that's a big – that that was a big oh, deal. That,
4: that, that's a good win. But, I mean, oof. honestly, I just pray for A&M fans because mm-hmm. they, they are stuck with Jimbo Fisher for a they hot are. second.
1: So, um, Steve Spurrier, when he was at South Carolina, once said – He loves being the head coach for South Carolina because whenever you win, it's the first time of something. And I kind of feel like that's the same way with Shane Beamer.
4: (laughs) I I, I would would agree. Any other remarks on South Carolina? I'll I'll still take South Carolina to, uh, to lay the four points. I like that too. Yeah, I think they win by a touchdown. I do too. Big game in uh,
1: Knoxville, Tennessee this Saturday, Kentucky versus South Carolina, Kentucky
2: versus Tennessee.
1: Yeah, my bad. I don't know why it's South Carolina, Kentucky versus Tennessee. Your balls are a 12 and a half point favorite, the blackouts in Knoxville.
4: Fraser, you have the floor. So again, I'm, I am, I'm really biased for not, but not for the reason that you think. Um, So I've grown up as a Tennessee fan and every single time that we are favored by at least like 10 or more points, we somehow mess it up. So I think we win. That's a lot of points. But again, this is like a brand new Tennessee game or Tennessee like team with like Hendon Hooker. Oh my gosh. Like Jalen Hyatt is putting up like Jalen Waddle numbers. I mean, I think he's, he's kind of like in like the top 10. So we have like, I would say him Hooker is like definitely like one or two for like Heisman. Jalen Hyatt's right there. Cedric Tillman's about to come back. So I can see him like blowing him out. I mean, just kind of like LSU. I, I was not expecting that at all. I was expecting heart, heartbreak, but I mean, that's the life of a Tennessee fan. I I think we win. I think it's a better game. I think it's going to be – I would definitely hammer the under in this game because Tennessee loves to score a lot. I don't think we see that in this game. I think we slow down our offense a little bit and run the ball. I think they're going to play off a little bit and try to prevent that deep ball threat with Jalen Hyatt. And so I think we just run the ball with, like, Jabari Small and right. Uh, and Wright. and I, I think we just kind of, like, wear down the clock so, I think it's going to be, I would say, 38-24. That's my take. Might okay. not be
3: the only blacking out going out, going on in Knoxville, Tennessee, this weekend. <laughs> because you are going to be extremely stressed this entire game. <laughs> because Just like every game. Well, no, here's the deal about Tennessee is I think this Tennessee offense is better than 2019 LSUs. The only difference is, is that Tennessee's defense is trash. Pretty bad. Not like not, you can't even compare it to 2019 LSU. Yeah. Kentucky's going to be able to control time of possession in this game. Will Levis is healthy. Everything tells me to pick Kentucky actually to win this game outright. What? But I'm picking Tennessee to win at, I'm picking Tennessee to win. But Kentucky. Okay, okay. But you are going to have a very, very stressful evening.
4: Uh that's kind of what I was expecting <laughs> anyway,
1: so. So, why don't you ask, Will, what his heart rate was during the the Kentucky game
2: in Oxford this year? What hmm. what was it? Uh, it only peaked about 173.
3: <laughs> yeah, so. That was it's like me. Great football like team. Alabama. I think Kentucky's a good football team, too. It's, it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a good game.
4: No, it's definitely going to be a good game. And I, I can see – I can see Tennessee like running away with it, and I can see Kentucky hanging in there. I don't see Kentucky running away with it, though.
1: No, I don't either. Um, Oh,
4: then they, they, yeah, the way they're going to try to win the game is not how that would happen. They're going like there would be, there would have to be some like massive like interceptions, fumbles, which weirdly enough, um, Tennessee is just not known for this season, which is again very, very strange for me.
3: Kentucky's going to try to win this game like they tried to win the Ole Miss game and how they should have won the Ole Miss game if they didn't miss field goals, extra points, and fumble two times in the red zone. They had that game won. That's how they're going to try to win this game. And I I think Ole Miss has a better defense than Tennessee. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. It's going to be – I mean, you have to give ne- – Neyland had an effect on Alabama. Neeland won that game for them. So, Oh, definitely. I mean – Kentucky, I mean, Alabama. so many tennis like that. Kentucky usually doesn't. So maybe I could, maybe Nealon swings this game 10, 15 points. I don't know, but
4: that'd be, that'd be kind of a fun experiment. Like <laughs> Ole Misses defense combined with or, or UT's like offense for like a super team. <laughs> I think, I think that would, I would, I would make that, that trade. I would I think not. think you want Ohio State's defense, not on I mean, that defense. You,
2: that's not the best. Oh my, okay. Offense,
4: so but. Ohio State. Just I, I just have to say real fast. Here's who they've played. They played Notre Dame, who we all know stinks. Uh, Arkansas State, which you would not know where they were from, and if they didn't have the state in there. Toledo, Wisconsin, Rutgers, and Michigan State, and Iowa. Now pull up Michigan schedule.
3: Yeah, you'd say Penn State, and you'd say Maryland. Maryland's good.
1: Maryland's decent. Maryland's unranked. (laughs) Okay, but I think I think Tennessee. I'm just saying, I think Tennessee's in control. It's a two-score game throughout the entire the entire game. But similar to versus Florida, I think Kentucky will backdoor cover, but Tennessee still wins by like ten. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I I would I would agree
4: with that. I I wouldn't pick us to win by more than a couple touchdowns because we. That's just never been our MO. I also we'll like the under shoot. two here. So wait, really, really fast. Michigan has played Co State. Is that an Colorado FCS? State. Uh, okay, uh, Hawaii, Connecticut, uh, Maryland. That was a close game. <laughs>
3: Back to Iowa,
4: Indiana Elite defense. Uh, Penn State. Hey y'all, y'all did really well against Penn State. Good for y'all. Hey, y'all, from what I can tell, Michigan should probably be ranked higher than Ohio State.
3: (laughs) All right, Addison, Tennessee, Kentucky. We've been waiting for it. I think Iowa might cover
0: against Northwestern 11 points.
3: I saw a great tweet. Um, It was talking, it was listing the best horror movies to watch this uh, weekend. They had, of course, the Halloween movie from the 80s, Nightmare on Elm Street. And they also had listed. Iowa Northwestern, mm. great horror movie. Uh, what's the for,
2: for Kentucky, Tennessee in like 14, 13, well, mm. I was thinking about it a little bit earlier. Well, you were talking about it
1: when you were high on drugs when you were know, at the dentist I office.
0: I wish, I wish you would have told me who
2: I picked. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to go Kentucky, plus 12-and-a-half. There we go. I
4: think that's a smart bet, actually. Yep. Tennessee wins. I think Tennessee wins. I, I think Tennessee wins, but 12-and-a-half is a lot of points. I agree.
1: Moving forward, um, a game that oh, – sorry, something random's happening. A game that uh, will live in history last year. Michigan State versus Michigan uh, when Kenneth Walker III ran all over Michigan uh, to seal the victory for the Spartans. Uh, it's a revenge game for Michigan. State's not looking great this year. Michigan in the big house is a 23-and-a-half point favorite. William Henry of the Fourth. why don't you go first here? You could double this line and I'd take it. Okay. Being sarcastic. But,
3: yes, this game – is a revenge game. Well, not really, because one team won a Big 10 championship and the other set at home. But yes. Last week, uh, last episode, I kept saying it feels like 1998. It feels like 98. I think I was wrong. I think it feels like 1997 because not only are we going to have a national champion hailing from the State of Michigan, we're going to have a number 2 player for Michigan beat out a Tennessee quarterback for Heisman Michigan covers this game Blake
2: Corum torches Michigan State go blue he says it in an Ole Miss uh, <laughs> t-shirt mm. I really I mean, hope Craig, Michigan hates
4: me just so Creighton can come on next week no after after you said that Tennessee would beat alabama i you you've been endeared my heart forever <laughs> you you can say nothing that will offend me good Michigan covers yeah i think I think Michigan beats their absolute breaks off. Um, I don't think it's close. I think the only thing to talk about is over under <laughs> i mean twenty two and a half points is a lot, but I I take them to, I, They're going to run it up, by the way. Yeah. They're yeah, they, the they, they, they they, going they, to run it up.
3: Michigan State's yeah. talked too much shit these past two years.
1: Yeah. Pop off, King. Vegas
0: is all over Michigan State, Will. Vegas is all over
3: Michigan State. Michigan State, this is the Super Bowl, so they typically get up for this. Even bad Michigan State teams kind of hang around, but okay. I think I think this is going to
4: be different. I don't think they're good enough to hang around.
3: Does
0: Michigan State still have a very bad secondary?
4: Everything, yeah.
1: Is it true this game opened as eight and a half points, and it's moved all the way to 23?
0: Is that 23? No, it definitely didn't open at eight and a half. What
1: happened, Surely. That's what action's showing, Addison.
0: That's, that's going to be the May line. That, that was the May.
1: Okay, yep. Yep, you're right. The 19th, it opened at 23 and a half. Okay, yep, that makes me more sense. Um, yeah, I'm I'm picking Michigan. Minus 23, minus 22 and a half, depending on your favorite sports book. I concur. As far as the last game on our slate this week, the Ole Miss Rebels traveled to College Station. Um, Ole Miss coming off a really tough loss in Baton Rouge on the second game of a back to back away slate. Two point favorite against AM, who has their own issues, we've talked about. Uh, Over under set at 55. Addison, you want to start first?
0: What game?
2: Ole Miss. Oh, um, Ole Miss wins easily. Texas A&M is bad.
0: Ole Miss is going to. Ole Miss is a great first quarter team, first half team. They're going to come out. They're going to do great early on. Um, Texas A&M is not a team built to come back and withstand that. So I think Ole Miss jumps out, and I don't think they ever slammed the door on Texas A&M, but I think that they hold them off. I just don't
1: I think, think A&M can score enough.
3: I think Ole Miss beats
1: the brakes off of them.
0: I think Ole Miss defense finally bounces back a little bit.
3: Yes, I do, too. I think I think a lot of the stuff that you, you heard Kiffin talking about today when he told – when someone asked him about going after DJ Durkin and whatnot he, and him saying um, they outbid us something that we're used to or something like that, like he, he's throwing darts because he knows what he's facing. Ole Miss is going to win this game pretty handily. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like – They're not going to be able to – I mean, A&M still has a good defense, but I'm thinking this is like a 34-10, to 34-13. The
1: most A&M has scored in conference play is 24 points.
2: Yeah. and
1: That's pathetic. That is pretty bad. Their most in general was against Sam Houston State with 31. Yeah. Yep. Give me Ole Miss minus two and honestly give me the under. 31 what? 17, 31-10, around there, is what this game's going to be.
4: Well, A&M and Vandy actually had the same amount of, same amount of wins. So There you go. Just three.
0: is also playing a freshman quarterback. I don't know if that really makes a big difference.
1: Apparently he's like,
0: thought, he can't be, he, yeah. he can't be. Well, what I said uh, the other day talking to someone, I said this will be his coming out party and uh, be what really saves Jimbo. He's going to be their Jimbo savior. He'll have a coming-up party against Ole
1: a and should really not have a win in the SEC this year. They lost to Ar- – they beat Arkansas because Arkansas missed a field goal to
4: win that game, like a 20-yard field goal. And honestly, like Jimbo's savior is his $90 million buyout. Yep. That is, that is a heavenly angel protecting him from anything which I still can't believe. If
0: they buy him out, can you even go back into coaching?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I want it. If you're going to pay me $90 million to not do anything, I'm not going to do anything.
4: Absolutely not. I don't even know how they'd
1: afford that. Yeah. Well, they they got a money. They'll figure it out. (laughs) Will's probably the
0: only person on this call that will ever know what $90 million looks like.
2: Yeah, it's true. Huh? It was a joke. Yeah. A, a very bad one because it didn't land.
1: It wasn't a joke, it was the truth. Just look Not at enough. it. Mm. All right. We got locks and upset of the week to close us out. Um, so mine's both. Oklahoma State money line and is a one and a half point favorite is baffling to me. So they're gonna win. And it's also my lock. Oklahoma State money line is a lock. And Oklahoma State plus one and a half is a lock. Um, underdog
0: of the week, I think I'm going – actually, Will, can you go first?
3: Yeah, it's, and it's not just underdog. It's outright upset. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I have money two. On. I have two. Underdog money line. Washington State takes Versus down Utah. number 14, Utah.
1: That's a good pick at home.
3: My week, it's in Pullman. It's a late Friday night game. That's my first one. My second one will really shock some people. This, I hesitate saying it because Addison's about to get mad at me. West Virginia takes down number seven, TCU. West but,
1: Virginia plays a lot better at home than they do away.
3: That is true. And TCU is coming off two big home games in a row, back-to-back, emotional, tight games. Now they have to travel to West Virginia, which is a long – from Fort Worth to Morgantown is not, mm. you know, not a, not a bus ride. West
1: Virginia. Hear me out. Iowa State one and a half, plus one-and-a-half with Oklahoma coming in town. I saw that
3: one too, that kind of.
1: That one's tasty. Uh Fraser, do you have a moneyline underdog of the week?
4: Moneyline underdog. Yes. Ooh. Um. You were It's okay. I, I, would I, I would say hell, you could probably take uh, Kentucky.
1: Yeah, no. If, if no. you want like
4: a good under like good underdog, I wouldn't take it. Um if you want, like, a lock of the week, I would uh, – kind of what I said earlier, Syracuse. I like Syracuse a lot as well. Over, over Notre Dame, I think that that's just, like, a guaranteed. And I also like to over on that game too.
0: Um, while we're on here, I took Southern Miss in a teaser uh, at plus seven. They're plus one underdog at home uh, hosting UL Lafayette. I like Southern Miss as my money line underdog of the week. So, I did Southern Miss plus seven over 37 for a teaser. And over under 43 for that game. So I thought that was pretty hmm. low.
2: Um, And then for my lock of the week. Oh, I didn't even get my money line.
3: Who's or your money uh, with? My lock, I'm sorry. Now, who's your Tech, lock? Tech plus 24.
1: Georgia Tech plus 24, I,
0: I saw that play. too. That's a
3: lot of points. That's a lot of points against an okay team. Plus 24 against Florida State. I like that pick. I like that pick. Um, I also like – What did you say your upset was? I'm sorry. Southern that... Miss.
0: Southern Miss. Southern Miss. I think I like South Carolina be my lock of the week at three and a half.
1: There you go. State hockey.
0: Like ice cream Atlanta, Missouri barely. Beat, Missouri only beat Vanderbilt by three points at home.
4: At home, last week. And Georgia only beat Missouri by like, what was it? Like four, five. That's true. I mean, yeah. Addison, what Actually, my my upset money line of the week is gonna be Florida. Okay, that would be crazy. Do you think
1: Florida beats Georgia
0: outright?
4: I mean, I'm I'm, I'm hoping. Deep down, I'm hoping. I wonder they're what capable. the odds they, are. They for that. actually are capable. They're not a bad team. They're their quarterback. Um
2: Anthony Richardson. So if you,
4: yeah. So. If y'all remember um like Jared Gantano for like Tennessee. Yeah. So yeah, we had like a really good team. He just sucked in all the wrong like places at like the worst time. Like I remember one time we were about to like go up on Alabama to, like tie the game. It was a couple of years ago. And he fumbles the ball in like on the one yard line into Henry Ruggs like hands, who just you know takes off like a jet. For like a 90, I think I think it was actually like 102 yard return. Because he returned it like from the end zone. All the way just to like crush all my dreams and hopes.
2: Uh, but that, that is what Florida's Anthony plus Brisson 1060
4: has done to like Florida. <laughs> Kind of what uh, Auburn's quarterback has like done to them. I mean, he's just been absolutely horrendous. Yeah, he has been.
1: I know. poor you, Evan. Any, yeah, seriously? Any uh, any closing thoughts, remarks? Will Holoma.
2: I'm ready for bed.
1: You ready for bed? You want to close this out, Will?
3: You know I love doing this so much. I know. That's well, you're I so great to walk at it. White. Walker White is a four-star quarterback in the class of 2024 that we are going, going to get, most likely.
1: He is from Fayetteville. He, is uh, he, just
0: talked to, he just talked to Nick Saban tonight on the phone. Good for him. Committed. Really?
3: No. Alabama just offered him a scholarship. Oh, cool. Well, he's going to Ole Miss.
2: All right, we'll close this out. You're so good at it.
3: Thanks for listening. To this wonderful podcast, all seven of you, maybe eight this week. (laughs) Um,
2: We will see you next week. Chad Kelly starting Saturday, (laughs) Sunday, whenever the